What's going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Unscripted with my friend, the legendary Bill Lapter. Let me put on my uh, my special July Fourth hat here. Oh, very nice, very nice. Stop spreading the news. (laughs) My top hat. No, we'll go back. We'll go back to the baseball cap. Very nice, very nice. Looks better. We can do them both. Sure, man. Hey, that won't work. Be the trendsetter. That won't work. It is uh, here in the states. It is uh, the uh, the Independence Day here, and we still got a a large crowd here, even with the Independence Day. Actually, it's Independence Night. It is Independence Night. It's uh, we're both Eastern time, so it's uh, literally fifty six more minutes left in the holiday. Uh, This is uh, two days after my birthday. Happy birthday to you, by the Thank way. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that very much. I uh, my birthday. Thank you, man. My birthday is one of my favorite days of the year. Like no lie, I love celebrating my birthdays. I, I'm grateful for every day on this side of uh, on this side of the ground, and uh, you know, I'm a super grateful guy, and just uh, really, just really love life, man. Just really love yeah, life. I, I can tell, and I saw all the Facebook messages. You have a lot of followers. I do, I do, man. I, I am. I'm thankful for that. I, I'm thankful to be an impact in many people's lives, and uh, it's it's really cool. It's a really cool thing. To I'm do. one of them. Yeah, man. I, I impacted I, my life. Thank you, man. You I drafted me. I did, and this was uh, by far the best decision that I could have made for unscripted, okay. man. Because I really, really, I legit love hanging out with you on Tuesday nights. Likewise. So guess what? What's up? I got a book in the mail. A, a a pre-copy before it's released. And I started, I'm only 60 pages in. Okay. And I saw one of the authors the other day at the Icons of Wrestling convention. Mm-hmm. And thank you, all you fans who were there and came over to me and said, hi, this is Todd is God. Todd Gordon. Todd well, Gordon well, and my buddy, Sean Oliver, who used who's an author and a playwright and everything. And he used to... Um, Hosty, he used to he brought me on to ring roasts, which was you know we did roasts of several wrestlers, which yes. went right unfortunately into the toilet because the the wrestling fans didn't get what a roast is and they really they it a tribute and they booed the heck out of it. Oh wow! Huh. But anyway, this is Todd Gordon and he was at Icons the other day and he signed the book for me. But there's so much that I'm reading in this book that is so interesting about the formative days of ECW. And I did an interview with Sandman Saturday, this past Saturday. And one of the things I mentioned to him and to Todd was ECW didn't just change the business. It totally changed the way fans react to the matches. Nobody before ECW fans, nobody ever yelled out you effed up nobody yelled you screwed up you did this you did that it was nobody it changed the fan completely and it made it a whole different business going forward sure yeah absolutely uh i it, it really revolutionized the business i would say not all good though not no. not all good not all good as far as just this bloodthirsty you know type of guttural <laughs> visceral you know type of fan base that we've created but at the same time ecw was just uh it was just a really eccentric rare 
type of type of breed. Yeah. And I remember watching ECW back in the day and it was just like I think it came on like two AM here in Ohio and uh yeah, I stayed up and watched it a lot of times, man. I was, was there. I was yeah. there shooting pictures of, nice. a lot of times and, and it was what dangerous every time I would shoot there or a photographer Jason Lavin was there. Hmm. It was really dangerous, but it took like the best of like Texas wrestling and Japan and just mixed everything up into blood and gore and some matches that were just good but like terry just the origins of that company and the way it happened from when joel goodhart had it as uh, eastern championship wrestling originally i just want to it's coming out i think july 15th or 16th but 55 60 pages into this thing i'm like this is great i don't like to read wrestling books because everyone knocks each other he had just met paul Heyman uh that's where i'm up to right now and i can't wait to see how that got really got started and then how it collapsed toward the end nice speaking of terry funk did i just see that he uh he did the forward yes he did he did he uh forward forward by terry funk the man who just celebrated another birthday do you want to make something of it chris featherstone very nice very nice terry funk uh uh impersonation oh i do hundreds of them he hates when i do that one he does i talked to yeah no he's okay says after that's not what i sound like i talked to him a few months ago and uh he was much much better uh his mind was quite a bit sharper and uh i miss him i miss him he was always a fixture in all the territories i went to and a personal friend very nice all right so uh, of course as you all know this is unscripted so i have the questions ready for us if you want to be highlighted on the screen and a guaranteed uh uh question answered go ahead and hit that super chat and we will do so otherwise we'll just peek over and see what we get quick question for you though before we go there yeah what was what was your uh ecw what was your your best match time what what did you like about ecw um that's when i started to like uh, that's when i first started to see chris jericho and i actually oh, like right. like like the technical wrestling of ecw the uh chris jericho demolinko um you know chris benoit you know yeah. and, and perry saturn perry saturn he was so well. The Perry Saturn was with John Cronus. He was the eliminator. Yes, like, yes, yeah. yeah. So, um, and I always, I always liked their high low finisher to, to, total elimination. You know with Joey Styles. You know, <laughs> and, uh, oh my god! Oh my god! And uh, that was really cool. And uh, just I remember following Shane Douglas when he was with the Dynamic Dudes with the uh, Ace Johnny Ace, and uh, it was just a really different vibe with shane douglas it was it was a whole different thing like as far as when i was following him back in wcw and then you know going over to this franchise gimmick just throwing the nwa belt and trash and uh sabu and uh sabu rivalry probably i think the two ones that stand out to me rivalry rivalry wise was taz and sabu and then tommy dreamer and raven one of the best pictures people always ask me what is the picture that i took that i always say this is awesome mm-hmm. that 
is when Taz suplexed Sabu at one of the pay-per-views, and I was standing right in front of them, so I got him slinging him back on his back, and it just, mm -hmm. yeah. But then, you know, when WCW uh, brought in some of the uh, ECW guys, it was, mm -hmm. it just mm -hmm. wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't good. Were All you right. there? Were you there for uh, the mass transit uh, incident? No, I was not. Okay. Was not. Yeah. What, not. what do you think? What do you think about that? Um, it was shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Actually. So he, he he lied. He lied about his age, right? Yeah. 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 Shouldn't have happened, but uh, things get slip under the radar. Yeah. Every yeah. business, and it sure did it there. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, that happens a lot as far as people lying about their, especially back then. I mean, not so much now, but back then. I mean, Ray well, a lot of people may not. There, there, may, be some, about his there may be some fans watching us who don't know what that is. Why don't you clue them in real quickly? On yeah. So uh, this uh, this younger guy who really wanted to be a part of the business, um, he basically had an opportunity. Um, he wanted to, you know, basically get himself over and expose himself to the business. Um, basically he was a really huge dude, but he was underage though. Um, and he basically had the, a gimmick called mass transit. He was seen, he was dressed in like a bus driver outfits. And, um, unfortunately, uh, he had a, um, who was, was it, was the new Jack that, uh, bladed him really bad? Uh, I think it was, I'm, yeah. I don't. I remember the incident, but I think it yeah, was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was somebody who from ECW played in them, but really, it was either. It was either. It was either New Jack or maybe maybe uh, Devon Dudley. It was one. No, of the, I don't. It wasn't Devon Dudley. I'm I'm pretty sure it was uh, New Jack. New Jack. It was one. I think he was te teaming, or he went against one of the Dudleys, uh, or the Dudley, yeah. the Dudleys. But if I'm not mistaken, it was New Jack um, that bladed them. Like I mean, like. <laughs> it was new Jack, like bladed him like really really bad yes, was, like yeah. a big old gash in his head and he started like like just going 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 he ended up uh, re he ended up recovering from that but i think he passed uh like a few years later if I'm yeah so, yeah i heard the same thing and, and you know things do slip under the radar and uh unfortunately that did at night yeah but that's not the legacy of ecw Indeed, indeed. I mean, in a way, it is because just of the, you know, I mean, just the, in your mind, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very unpredictable, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yes. so people are in the chat are saying it is New Jack. I thought it was New Jack for some odd reason. Was he teaming with the Dudleys, or did he team? I with don't remember the entire. We'd 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 have yeah. to. Uh, you have to. Have to yeah. That I, I'm surprised that. Um, but New Jack had a dark side episode, and I think they talked about mass transit on that. But I think they should have like mass, like its own ep episode of uh, for mass yeah, transit. Yeah, yeah, that would draw. And New Jack became a very good, uh, a good, very good friend of mine. He always told me, he says, he called me Wee Willie. Go, Wee Willie, you ever need somebody, you know, uh, to do get a job done on them? You just call me. There you go. <laughs> he, was great. he and I became really good friends. As dangerous as the man was in real life, mm -hmm. I mean, he was one of the sweetest people I ever met, and very funny. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah. You know, you know how I am about the uh, trivia. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so 
November 23rd, 1996, in Revere, Massachusetts. There was a show that uh, the um, the gangsters defeated Devon Dudley in Mass Transit. Okay. There you go. So right. it was for so the we got it. Yeah. I didn't, re- I didn't remember the Dudleys were yeah. involved with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I knew that it was something related to Devon Dudley. So okay, yeah. well, I'm glad you remembered that because I have so much – in here from so many companies that- oh yeah i imagine you do i i, I like I'm a, I'm a big jeopardy fan i love trivia i'm a trivia oh, me too. Me yeah, too. yeah so, so you should have given you should have uh given that in a question form uh yes what is uh who yeah. is devon so yes. now you don't get the money <laughs> oh man i should have done it in question okay before we go to the fans yep wwe most wanted treasures mm-hmm my girl Medusa saying she was going to give the women's championship back that night at the Hall of Fame. Mm. Vince McMahon told her to keep it. Then Most Wanted Treasures goes after it, McFoley, and she wants a hundred grand for them either to borrow it or to buy it. Either wow. way. Wow. Yeah. What what's your reaction to that? Because Booker T just said she can go to wherever. <laughs> And that shocked me. His reaction. I say, I say, I say, cha-ching, man. <laughs> I mean, like, if someone's going to spend a hundred k to to buy it, okay, but they're not doing it. They they they're not going to buy it, or they're not going to borrow it. But my question is, wh- where do you think that belt belongs? In her safe or in the WWE Hall of Fame? Uh, I think. It belongs to her because she she won it. I mean, like it was, you know, she's I've seen many interviews uh, from Medusa over the years just saying, okay, yeah, she was in the moment. The money was good. Switching over to WCW and dropping in the garbage can can was a part of the deal to cause the intrigue, to cause the suspense, to cause the edginess, you know what I mean? Because that's WCW was shifting over that the where the big boys play that was their big you know their their mantra at the time so they were shifting over to the more of the edgy type of feel too so that was just a part of the deal and you know she's talked about before that you know she had her she had a way again she wouldn't do it but it was just a part of just it, it was just a part of the 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 the, the seen at the time just yeah but she's willing to sell it or let them borrow it for the same amount of money for a hundred thousand dollars well having having wwe so so she wants wwe to buy it from her for 100k yeah and they said no they're not going to do it i I would i would i would would turn that down too i mean like i I would i wouldn't spend a hundred they're not going to do it i would just make a replica of the belt that i own i mean wwe just they have the belt so they can just make another version of the same belt yeah there, yeah so I mean, but everybody knows medusa has it. i just wanted to know what you're feeling. yeah 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 sure absolutely because usually they get what they go after sure sure but not not with not with deuce not with deuce no no maybe we can get her on the show um in a few weeks and talk yeah, to her about yeah, it that would be interesting yeah yeah, um, yeah. i'll be i'll be game for that for sure all right, let's pick over here. Of course, like I said, Super Chat gets first precedent and a guaranteed and on the screen. Otherwise, we'll peek over here for the next 12 minutes and see uh, what we can talk about here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Thoughts on Sting bump on Dynamite. Really scary, but glad he is okay. 
What do you oh think? my God! I I was I texted him after that show went off the air, mm -hmm. and I said, "You're nuts." And he just sent he sent me a smiley face like two days later. Uh, I don't know what he's trying to prove. I mean, it's obvious he can hang with a lot of the younger guys, but I thought he was going to get really, really hurt. I, when he got up on that ladder, I had a feeling I knew what he was going to do. And I was sitting on the recliner going, don't do it. What did you think? Uh, I think it was, you know, Sting's my all-time favorite wrestler, man, but uh, I wasn't a fan of that. I, I think at this point, Bill, you know, he's he's like, you know, I, I probably got about a good less than a year left in me. And it just, it just feels that this is a part of his swan song. He's like, I don't want to leave any stone unturned. I don't want to be, you know, he's, uh, what, 64 now? Something and so, like yeah, I think it was born in March of 59. So, you know, 64 years old, he's like, I don't want to be 65 coming back to the business and saying, man, I wish I would have done that. Like, I think it's one of two things. I think one that he's like, okay, I really want to, it's kind of like a, a post mint life crisis type of oh, feel. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? uh, and I, cause you know, I'm a psychologist. Uh, so I, I think about it from that standpoint. So sure. I'm kind of getting those vibes. I'm also I'm I'm getting probably the most that he really really wants to put over Darby Allen, Absolutely. and so so that's like his thing. Like he he feels like his contribution to AEW is by the time he completely hangs it up, he wants Darby Allen to be world champion caliber. And whatever he needs to do to help with that, he will. And to if that is the case, which I think it is, at least majority the case, other than the fact that he just wants to scratch whatever itch that he has left in his wrestling career. Very well said. You know what I mean? And so I think for him, he just wants to get Darby over. And I wouldn't be opposed to – uh, them winning the tag team championships like at all in or all out. Yeah, but that didn't put Darby over. That put Sting over as like, what the heck is this crazy person doing? Yeah, I, I think I, I think ultimately, because here's the thing, it did give the match the uh, more eyes on it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think ultimately that's what's. And here's the thing, I, I thought about a couple scenarios, and I hope that this doesn't happen. I hope that's. I wouldn't be surprised if they did this, but I can see them turning Darby heel and, and giving Sting his only loss, you know, in AEW because he's undefeated in AEW, which as a Sting fan, I'm totally fine with. Yeah. But I think that's his only his only loss before he retires probably would be Darby Island. So I don't know. I, I don't if they know. do a baby face versus baby face, I'd be more cool with that. But Darby is a heel. I think he's just too small. Well, you know, Darby could say, I saw you do that uh, that thing off the ladder and you shouldn't have done that. What's wrong with you? What, uh, you know, you're you're my mentor and all that. Well, what you, fine. You, you know, you don't like this. No, I didn't like this. Maybe I need to teach you a lesson. Mm. There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. I think, I think ultimately Sting is going to put darby over in a match in a, sure. in a one match so before he before he retires 
Uh, let's see here. We got uh, Happy Independence Day, Mr. After and Dr. Featherstone. Which wrestler from back in the day do you think had the most patriotic character? Oh, nice. Sergeant Slaughter. Yes, no, I no agree. Question in my mind. Yes, yeah, I agree. At ease, maggot. Indeed, indeed. What about Colonel De Beers? Well, he wasn't patriotic. Come <laughs> on, now. Colonel De Beers. Great bad guy, but uh, no. <clears throat> Uh, what else we got? We got, uh, of course, Kurt Angle, but not, he wasn't necessarily back in the day. We got Del Wilkes. Yeah, uh, the Patriot. And Tom Brandy was a Patriot, too. Yes, yes. Yeah. I just chatted with Tom Brandy text uh, uh, last earlier this year. Um, who else was a, who else were Tom Patriots? Brandy lives about 10 miles from me. Oh, does he really? <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I know that there was. I, mean, I was. I was cool with Dale Wilkes before he passed, and uh, yeah. you know, I know that there was controversy between the Patriot character with him and Tom Brandy. So, uh, but you know, it, it's it, it all. Uh, well, Lacey Evans, of course, too. You know. Yeah, not not yeah. back in the day. Nor I mean, she's no. legit patriotic, but not right. No, back <laughs> in the day, I'm trying to think when I was growing up, who the patriotic people were you know back in the days of oh uh uh well hulk hogan was a uh, patriot well yeah he was a real american he was so was uh so was jim duggan yes hacksaw was oh you know what he and sarge kind of on equal ground with the patriotism I agree. yeah I agree. yeah i didn't yeah. think of him very yeah. good point out yeah i think uh i think duggan's uh really up there too oh yes i was a huge duggan fan back in the day man uh i think he is I wish that I wish the WWE at least would have given him the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's crazy agree. that in this, I'm not, I know that he was big in, in Mid South and uh, UWF, but it's crazy that you know the two big companies, WWE and WCW. Out of both of those, he only had one United States Championship run in WCW. Yeah, you know, out yeah. of all of that, so yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I wish they would have put the Intercontinental Ch- Championship on him at least. So. Yep, I totally uh, agree. Let's see here. We got. Uh, do you think having Roman Reigns pinned at Money in the Bank was the right choice, Bill? Um, I had a feeling that was going to happen. That one of the Usos war was going to uh, pin him. I think I said that on our show uh, last week when we were talking about some of this thing. And now they've signed a uh, uh, Roman against Jay for SummerSlam, so they knew where they were going. With this, this coming Friday night on SmackDown, they're going to have a trial mm. of Roman Reigns. I can't wait to see. I did an exclusive interview that will be on hopefully next week uh, with Rikishi, nice. the daddy of Solo, Jay and Jimmy Uso. And we talked about the whole bloodline thing. So I can't reveal the whole thing here. But I asked Rikishi, do you think daddy Rikishi is going to have to uh, come in and nullify the situation. And he whispered something in my ear that he told me I cannot mention to anyone or I will get a stink face. Mm, so, it's yeah. classified, man. It's classified. Yeah, so we got to watch out for that interview only here on WrestleBinge. Indeed. Should be fun to, to watch. Um, do I think, uh, pending him was the right choice yes i do i think um i think it was i mean it, it it comes with controversy a lot of people don't think that uh he should have been pinned they people think that he should have been pinned by someone who dethrones him 
um, which is a fair point. But at the same time, here's my pushback with that. My pushback is he's going to be pinned regardless. And I think if you make it make sense to extend the storyline, if him getting pinned is an extension of the storyline, I'm all for mm-hmm. it. Because, yeah, I agree. because Jay Uso pinning him makes sense because the bloodline angle started with Roman and Jay. Yes. So him pinning Roman is full circle, you know what I mean? And so it, it makes sense to me. And, and uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm totally but fine. keep in mind that there was a lot that led to that pin. It wasn't just a clean pin. There was a yes. lot of outside stuff. There were both Usos involved. Exactly. There's a lot going on there. Exactly. And I, and I, and I actually insert, had the conversation on a previous or another show about that that it wasn't a one-on-one match it was a bunch of super kicks from both usos you know i mean so it was a lot going on there hold on a minute Uh oh go hold on a minute yeah 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 absolutely okay nice he's there he's there he's He's guarding he is guarding my is wrestling fixed mug very nice very nice he's uh that is his head of, head of the cup here. Yes, he is the uh, <laughs> he is the head of the cup at the head of the table. Yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got uh, one super chat, so Rollin takes precedence. Here we go. Four ninety nine super chat. All right, we're going to answer these two questions, and unless we get any more super chats, man, we're going to close it up here. One was the uh, one. What is the best looking version of the WWE Women's Title Belt of all time? Hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I can't think of them all. So, um, uh, I mean the one that's, um, uh, I, I like the black one, like around, like when Jackie and Sable and all of them had the 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 black uh, with the black belt. I, I like that one. Otherwise, I mean, like there was a bunch of them that was just super tiny. Uh, yeah, well, I like the Medusa one that's in her safe. Currently. Yeah, yeah, that one. That one's nice too. Yeah, yeah, those, those, those two are good. Uh, number two, in what era was the WWE Women's Championship its most prestigious? That's a good question. Yeah, that 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 would be that whole era with Trish and Lita and all of hmm. that that whole uh, group of girls. You want uh, you want to consider the Moolah era? No, that was there was no cable, there was no internet, not enough people saw that June Byers had a version of the uh, world championship. Uh, but this is WWE. No, no, I, I think around the time when things were changing, uh, when the women started getting like really more athletic in that Lita and Trish era, I think that's most pre- prestigious. And I then see. Stephanie came in and you know presented the a new belt and everything so that's where that steamrolled to me nice nice um yeah i i actually may consider like uh rock and wrestling era like uh wendy richter wendy richter rock and robin sherry martell like that era like like the late 80s you know like that that because to me i'm thinking like that had a lot of prominence and it's still really like that was really uh impactful towards the trajectory of transcending the business you know Absolutely. Like, like cindy lopper and rindy richter teaming together uh i mean like collabing together with lou albano 
you know, that, that was that was it. I mean, other than Hogan, there, rock and wrestling era was was that. So yeah, but it was focused more on rock and wrestling. When Trish and Lita came in, in my opinion, that's when the belt started to really pick up and mean something to me. Sure. Yeah, I think it did for a hiccup though, because um, it was for a few years it became something, and then they started to make it like very diva. Esque, you know, what I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of yeah. stipulation matches, like but they were eyes on it, yeah, yeah. I think when they started to make like when they changed to the Divas Championship and try to do that era, I wasn't a really big fan of the Divas Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Elita is my all time favorite, you know, women's wrestler, so you got you got my vote on that as far as you know, uh, yeah. Trish and yeah. Lita for sure. And, and you know, when Charlotte Flair held the belt so many times. The prestige of her having that championship and just looking like that champion is so good. Yeah. Why, in your opinion, before we before we uh, exit, why do you think that WWE actually spends time booking Charlotte as a babyface? She's she's just a natural heel. Why do you think they keep bringing her as babyface? I don't know if they're looking to bring her in as a as a babyface. I think it's just, it, it it's an old situation where it's just the opponents that who she can work best against and if it happens to be a heel it's a heel mm. i have a question for you yes sir why not la knight mm. i think uh <clears throat> he's the people's choice but the people's choice isn't always the right business decision and i think that's you know people are saying that Triple H is talking. I mean, you know, you and I both have done a bunch of media events, uh, with media calls, and I, I they tend to sidestep answers. Um, and it takes, you know, it takes tough journalists and, and good journalists to, to press a little bit more. But I, I don't think Triple H necessarily sidestepped this one. You know what I mean? Because he did talk about yeah, good, good things come, you know, to those who wait. And I'm, I actually agree with that. I actually agree that um, it's worth the wait. You know, it, it's a really good tester to see if the fans really are willing to be patient in the process of slowly building LA Knight because technically he's still a a uh, a, a, a rule breaker back in, in your days, the <laughs> magazine days. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's still a heel. So we need to have some time, you know, give us some time because at the end of the day, if he's getting cheered as a heel, I cannot stand when he hears heels get cheered because it takes away so much of the baby face. You know, when he was going against Montez Ford, Montez was getting booed, very mm-hmm. counterproductive. When he was going against Santos Escobar, Santos was getting booed, very counterproductive. When he was going yeah. against Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio was getting booed, very counterproductive. So I think at this point, have some time, be patient with the process. Let him turn fully babyface, and then we can start talking about championship, you know, discussions at that time. So those, you that- noticed uh, on Monday Night Raw, uh, since we're live the night after that, that he wasn't even mentioned. He wasn't. He wasn't. No, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, not uh, not at all. So I don't know what the what the slap in the face is. I was waiting for Damian Priest. I was waiting for Dominic somehow to get the belt last night in some sort of really weird way. And then Damien 
cashes in on Dominic, beats Dominic, becomes <laughs> champion, and then LA Knight is his first challenger. Interesting. Interesting. I actually, um, I think they should do LA Knights versus Austin Theory at uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, I agree. I think that's great. the way. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the way. Yeah. 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 I think that's the way to turn him babyface. I think yeah. that's him and Theory. You know, they have very, uh, they have they have similar personalities as far as like the the jock feel, the you know, what I mean, the good looking, clean cut type of uh, feel yes. to them. And so I think that L.A. Knights, you know, against this snot nose, you know, uh, bratty kid, you know, Austin Theory, going back and forth on the on the stick with him. I think that that would, and Austin Theory is a, he's a bona fide heel. He, you know, he's uh, that's what I do appreciate that about Austin Theory. People don't like Austin Theory, and that serves the purpose. I mean, he's a heel. People shouldn't like him. Yeah. So I think that going against L.A. Knights would be really, really good for him. And I think giving him, you know, the U.S. Championship as a babyface at SummerSlam would be a good spot. All right, last question because yep. I know we're running a little over time here, but Kevin Nash came out and said that L.A. Knight, all he's doing is kind of ripping off the rock. What do you think? So, I mean, like... Right. Uh, That's what I thought. Hogan so, ripped off uh, Billy Graham. I mean, Steiner ripped off Billy Graham, you really? know, still character. You know what I mean? Like, it, there, it, that happens. Flair ripped off Buddy Rogers, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I mean, that happens all the time. You know what I, I mean? just wondered what you thought, because I had the same reaction you did. Yeah, I mean, you know, rip-offs happen all the time. I mean, credit... <laughs> If Hulk Hogan didn't rip off uh, Billy Graham, it, he wouldn't be Hulk Hogan. So, are your um well, he Austin Idol, he told me was the first guy. Oh, uh, well, there we go. Austin Idol too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So, uh, are you uh, getting packed for uh, SummerSlam yet? Uh, not yet, but uh, mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be ready to rock here soon. Uh, uh, you and I will be uh, doing media live there, and I'm looking forward to yeah, meeting the fans. It's just going to be a great time. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, we got one more question before we ne- before we get out of here. Rollins, okay. Did you guys notice if there was a Fourth of July Raw video package last night? I didn't see a WWE Raw video package for Juneteenth nor Independence Day. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't see one for Independence Day either. I didn't need. Yeah, well, they I, usually run something, but uh, they do. I didn't see one though. I wish they would start running them from Juneteenth. I, I would. Yeah, yeah, sure, so, sure, yeah. sure. Good stuff, Bill. Let them know about uh, your endeavors and where to find you and your. You got some. Big, big, big stuff uh, for Sports Kita, the Russell Benz. Sports yeah, Kita. I've got interviews coming up, uh, uh, more in the chapters with uh, Natalia, who redeemed herself finally against Rhea Ripley. Nice. I'm so glad to see right. that. Yeah, um, got interviews coming up with uh, Rikishi, Miss mm. uh, Archer uh, from AEW, um, and so many others. You can find me at After One Wrestling uh, on Russell Binge. And uh, subscribe to Wrestle Binge. Yes. Or to Keto Wrestle Binge. Because a lot of you are saying, hey, do, do you still have your uh, One Wrestling video video channel? I do, but I don't post a lot on there. Mm-hmm. You can mainly find me on Wrestle Binge. Nice. So quite a lot. And here on Unscripted, every single Tuesday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Indeed. If you will, baby. This guy right here is Bill After. I'm Dr. Chris. 
I'm heading over to Pancakes and Power Slams to take some live questions from uh, people like Rollin. Rollin's a weekly uh, follower. Weekly. Thank you, Rollin, for sending us some great questions. Indeed. Uh, yeah, he, he, every week, man, this guy's a super, super awesome, awesome follower of Sportskeeda and uh, my my endeavors as well. Bill After, Dr. Chris, this Dr. is unscripted Chris. by Sportskeeda Wrestling. Follow Russell Bench. Follow at After One Chat. Follow at Chris Prolific. Have a good night. I'll see you at the matches. Matches, yes. He <laughs> stole my finish. Call the booker. Call the booker. He stole my finish. <laughs> <laughs>